Welcome to the App or Not to App podcast with the app man, Jeremy Callahan, where we talk about why apps are not a luxury item and are essential to your business success. I've been in the mobile industry for over 20 years, and the question I always get is to app or not to app. Definitely, you must app. Mobile apps can help your business reduce costs, increase leads, and reduce manpower. An app is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. So let's get started making you money. Hey, Jeremy Callahan, and welcome to this week's show. And a very important topic, I'm going to demystify apps and how much it costs to build apps. And the topic for today is hybrid versus native app development. And if you don't know what hybrid versus native is, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you why it's important and why you need to know about it. So let's get started. Let's jump right into it. And, you know, the most difficult thing about app development these days is really what platform you decide to develop on. You know, how do you choose a platform? There's just so many things out there. I mean, think about this. There's iPhones. There's Androids, there's tablets, there's web. Did you know Android has over 1,300 different phones and operating systems? And then on top of that, every organization has a skills gap. So you need a Java developer for Android. You need a Swift developer for iOS. If you want to go hybrid, which I'm going to teach you about, then you need like HTML and JavaScript developers. And then, so if you take all of these things and you total it all up, what you end up with are just huge, enormous costs to develop apps. And, you know, I think that one of the things that everybody always wants to know is, you know, you have a great idea for an app, and do you want to build it for iPhone? Do you want to build it for Android? Do you want to do it for both? Everybody wants to do it for both, right? So... How do you choose, you know, how do you choose what, which way you go? You know, do you go native or do you go hybrid? And before I even teach you what about, I'm going to give you the simplest answer of how you choose whether you should do a native or a hybrid framework. And it's one question. Is your app just a fancy website? That's it. If your app is just a website, then you always go hybrid. And if your app is more than a website, if it has different functionality, which I'm going to get into in a minute, then you want to go native. Okay? So let's talk about the difference right off the top so I can educate you and get everybody up to speed on what the difference is between a native and a hybrid app. Okay. So a hybrid app is basically programmed with web technologies, which you may be familiar with, HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. And then what they do is they take that code and they package it all up and they create two apps. They create an iOS app and an Android app. So it's one code base that operates on both systems. Now there are some drawbacks if you have processing speed. It would be one of them. So if you have like a game, right, where a game where there's a lot of action, there's a lot of changing on the screen, then that's not really great for JavaScript and HTML you would probably want to go to something like a native framework, which is what Android and iOS operate on. So on a native system, you have one code base for each. On iOS, you have Swift, which is a coding language that uh, the iPhone is based on. And on Android, you have Java, which is what the Android 
operating system is based on. So you have two, two of everything, right? But you have more control. Uh, a native app, when you plug in um, Xcode, so let's say you're going to program an iPhone app, you turn on Xcode, and within Xcode, there's all kinds of native things, buttons, slides between pages, all the things you'd expect to see when you open up an app on your phone. And so these are native features that are built in. It also gives you quicker access to things like the accelerometer, geolocation, the camera. Now with a hybrid app, you can have access to all those things, but you're essentially going through a layer, and I'll explain it to you. So on hybrid, what you're essentially doing is you're opening a browser, and the browser is what the app is actually in at that point in time. However, you don't see the www, the address bar, or the lower menu that you would normally see when you have your browser open. You just see an app experience. So a hybrid app is really just functioning in a browser, but it looks like an app. And so those are the big differences. Those are the two main things. And so I'll give you some examples so we can get you in the real world. So, you know, because a lot of times when I talk about this stuff, people glaze over. So let me give you some real world examples. So like examples of a hybrid app. And again, I said this earlier, if, if it's just a fancy website, then you should choose a hybrid framework. So uh, you can look at your phone right now. I'll look at mine. And let me just find an app that could totally be done with hybrid. Here's one, Yelp. So Yelp, if you think about Yelp, there's really nothing that you're using your phone for per se. Um, maybe your camera to take a photo of, of some food but, um, or your location. But otherwise, you're not really doing a lot. You know, it's more just a website. You're going through, you're reviewing, you're looking at reviews, you're looking at photos of food. Um, you might even be able to book or make a call from it. But nothing really fancy. Another one right here is uh, Delta, Delta Airlines. So it's probably the same for United or Southwest or any of the other airlines. It's just basically a website. Like if you think about the Delta website and then you think about the Delta app, they, they do the same thing. They allow you to purchase a flight and really nothing more. So in those cases, I would say use a hybrid framework, right? There's nothing really fancy going on that you need. Now, native. Give you a couple examples of native when you should probably use a native framework. Number one, Snapchat. Snapchat is, you know, there's some pretty high-tech stuff on Snapchat, particularly with the cameras and the filters and that facial recognition that they're doing. That requires a lot of um, GPU. GPU is uh, graphics processing. Shoot, I should know this being the app man. <laughs> what the U is for. But anyways, it's graphics processing. It's like CPU. I don't even know what CPU stands for. Man, not doing too well here. Um, anyway, Snapchat, it requires a lot of graphics processing. And so like those facial recognition things, the little dancing people that you can do on Snapchat, all the different stuff on Snapchat. By the way, I love Snapchat. I think it's, I think it's the, the number one company doing the most with a camera by far. I don't know what Apple is thinking by not adding these features in natively. It's just beyond me. But anyways, Snapchat is a great example of an app that you would want to have be a native functioning app. You'd actually want to program it in iOS and you'd want to program it in Android so that you could get all the features of the native phone. 
The next one would be, it's a good one, Uber, of course, Uber. Uber is a great example of a native app. And why? Because when I call the car, I can see the car on the map in relation to me, and I can see it getting closer to me or further away or going around the block. What is this car doing driving around the block? I'm right here. You ever do that? I do. Um, so Uber is a great example because every time that car moves and they update the drawing on the map that you see, it requires a lot of processing power to go back and forth. And GPU, graphic processing unit, user, I don't know. Um, so those are the two main differences, right? You can actually see the differences now. Uber, Snapchat, they're actually using something that's highly um, intensive of the graphics of the graphics chip on your phone. And then native, or excuse me, hybrid, it's just a website. It's just a website. And so I always say, if you look at your phone right now, look at all the apps on your phone, and if you went through and counted them, I would bet you that 80% of, 80 of those apps are nothing more than fancy websites. They just are. They're fancy websites. They, they might do more than what's on that company's website, but more or less, they're just websites. So let me give you a stat here. And this is by a company. It's called, um, it's called OutSystems. And they did a, a report. It's the state of application development. They just did it last year in, it was November of 2017, depending on when you're listening to this. And what they asked is, native or hybrid? They asked all these companies, they asked 500 Fortune 500 companies. 500, 500? Oh, they asked everybody? <laughs> I doubt it. But anyways, they asked these Fortune 500 companies, they surveyed them, and they said, what are you going to choose, native or hybrid? And 19% um, said hybrid, 17% said native, and 33% said it varies from case to case. So it just depends on what the case is. And that's what I'm saying to you right now. It's like there's a lot of people out there that are hardcore on this. Like I'm pretty hardcore on the hybrid side because that's what I mainly focus on developing is hybrid apps. But if you come to me with an idea, I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm going to say, we can't do that on a hybrid app. We have to go native. And then we develop it on a native app. So, but then on the, um, you really find this on the Apple community. You find hardcore people that say, it's got to be a native app. It's got to be. We got to program it on native. And I just don't get it. But what we're seeing here with the businesses, with the Fortune 500 companies, is they're saying, hey, a third of the time, it varies. We, we have to make a decision on the spot. So keep that in mind, and I'll give you a, kind of a, a, personal, a couple personal stories here of some apps I've worked on and some companies I've worked with and kind of their situation and the difference between hybrid and native. So the first story I'll tell you, it's kind of combined. I'm going to combine two of the biggest companies I've worked for in the last two years, which is Safeway and Universal, Universal Orlando, the theme park, and Safeway is a grocery store. So the... They both have native apps. They both have native apps. And the reason they have native apps is because when apps first came out around 2010, 11, they really all you could do at that point in time was a native app. 
So you had to hire your Android team and you had to hire your iOS team. And now what, and so when I was in both these organizations, they both have teams and they're both kind of struggling. They're struggling to grow and they're struggling to keep up and they're struggling for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, they can't find developers, particularly Android developers seem to be harder to find these days. And so, and then it costs them more money. That's really the main thing. So the, the, the cost of money, well, three things, hiring developers, the cost, and then the time it takes to get out to market. Because again, you have to do everything twice. So think about that. If, if Universal wants to roll out a new feature on their app, they have to develop it twice, iOS and Android, and they have to roll it out twice. But when they roll it out, their QA team actually has to test two separate apps. So in order to get this app out, it's taking twice the amount of time, twice the amount of money. And it's the same thing at Safeway. They have, they have these apps. And by the way, if you look at the uh, Universal Orlando app, which is a great app, or either of the Safeway apps, there's two main Safeway apps. One is a kind of a coupon clipping app. It's a savings app. And uh, it's a loyalty app, they call it. And then the other one is their e-commerce, where you could actually buy stuff. If you look at both of those apps, and you go through them and you actually buy something, they're nothing more than websites. They're nothing more than a website. They're just a website, and they wrapped them up. Now, Universal may have some plans down the road to do something fancy, to do some, I don't know, facial recognition, show some sort of cool thing when I'm actually at the theme park. But the app that, that we helped them build, that we worked on with them, it's just a website. So they could have totally done, you know, an, an, a hybrid app. They still could do a hybrid app, but they're so invested in this native structure and they've been doing it for so long that it's almost impossible for them. And a lot of big organizations are like this. It's almost impossible for them to start over, to literally scrap everything they have and start over, rebuild it all in a hybrid framework. Um, I'll give you a personal story. A personal story is about an app I created a few years back and it's called ShoeSwipe. So ShoeSwipe is Tinder, exactly like the dating app Tinder. Swipe right, swipe left, except for it's for shoe shopping. I came up with this idea, I created the idea, I created the app, I actually hired a an offshore development team to develop this for me, because I had a job at the time, and so it was difficult for me to, to do that development. But the interesting thing is that I completely architected everything. I planned it out, I came up with all the the user experience design, the layouts, the app, all the specifications of exactly how I wanted it programmed. And I sent it off and I hired this team. And about three days later, the team came back to me and they said, sir, we can't do it with a hybrid framework. We have to do it in native. Now, these were nice enough people, but I think they were just trying to soak more money out of me because I knew they could do it with a hybrid framework. I had actually architected it. I'm a developer. <laughs> I build apps. I know how to do this. And so I had actually, um, previous to sending the job to them, I had created a, a prototype of it with JavaScript where it flipped through. And so I knew it could be done. So I just sent them the, the, the prototype I had and was like, guys, you're, you're messing with me, right? You're totally messing with me here. You're trying to soak me for more money or I don't know what you're doing, but it can be done and it will be done. And so they did it. 
So like an app like Tender, if you're looking at a dating app like Tender or Bumble, and you're thinking, you know, if I were to quiz you, if I gave you an app like Tinder and said, is that a hybrid or a native app? And I just told you, well, it's hybrid, right? Well, not true because both Bumble and Tinder, if you go to their organizations and apply for a job, they have iOS developers and Android developers. They could have built the same exact technology with hybrid. One code base, both app stores. One code base, both app stores. I built that app for under $10,000. That exact same app. I could put dating profiles in there. I could do everything that those two sites did for under $10,000. I used offshore developers, but it can be done. So I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking right now. It's too good to be true. You can't have one code base run everything you need. Is it? Do you remember when companies were paying hundreds of thousands of dollars, at least $100,000 to have a website during the dot-com days. If you're old enough like me, you remember this. There were companies that were literally paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for websites. Websites that don't even do anything near what websites today do. Well, the same thing's happening with apps right now. The same exact thing is happening. Development is getting cheaper, and it's getting easier, and it's getting faster, and it's all because of hybrid apps. It's that simple. It's not too good to be true. So if you're trying to decide if you should go hybrid or native, there's only one question you have to answer. Is your app just a fancy website? And if it is, we go hybrid. If it's more than that, we go native. So um, now that you know the difference between hybrid and native, I've shown you an app exactly like Tender that was built for under 10K, one code base doing the exact same thing. Now, I want to read you an email that I got last week, okay? So this is great. Jeremy, I was looking for advice. Wait, wait, sorry. Jeremy, I was looking for advice which is better for launching apps, iPhone or Android. I recently got a bid for $94,000 for an iOS and Android app. That's way over my budget, so I figured I would roll it out on iPhone first and then do Android later. But I wanted to get your advice. I wanted to get your advice on which you think has more traffic and would get more sales: Google Play or iTunes. The app is for my Shopify store that sells fly fishing gear, and I will also host how-to videos from my YouTube channel. Uh, this is from Robin in Boise, Idaho. Not sure if Robin's a man or a female, but. Thank you for the email, Robin, and, you know, I feel your pain. Um, it's a common question I get. Should I launch my app in Android or should I launch it in iOS? And they usually come back with, well, there's more actually people own Android phones and, than iPhones, and, but more people buy stuff on iPhones than Android, so I do feel your pain. But here's the truth, okay? Here's the truth. Whoever gave you that bid for $94,000 is a thief. It's either that or they don't know what they're doing. It's one or the other. They're either trying to get money out of you or they don't know what they're doing. And the reason that they gave you a bid for $94,000 is because they need two sets of developers. They need Android and they need iOS. And so that's why it's going to cost $94,000. What's half, half of 94? Oh, geez. 45. 
I don't know. Anyways, whatever half of 94,000 is, is, is I'm going to save you that much money right now. So here's a tip. Um, if your app is just a website, then you always choose a hybrid framework. Always. And, you know, again, I'm going to save you half your money. And I'm going to get you in both app stores. So, you know, it's, it's really that simple. I mean, like, you have a Shopify store, which is a website. You have a YouTube channel, which is basically content on the web that we can pull into an app. So if you're like Robin and you have an existing Shopify site or you have a YouTube channel or you have both and you want to build an app, then you need to go hybrid and it's really easy to do. Um, if you need help beyond that, deciding whether you need a hybrid or a native app, get in contact with me. Okay. You have the right to have a great app. You have a right to be in both app stores. You have a right to lower development costs and a faster time to market. It's really that simple. So again, I just want to wrap up and say if, if the app you're building or thinking about building is nothing more than a fancy website, you go hybrid. If you have other features in there that are more graphic intensive, like a Snapchat or an Uber, then you definitely need to go native. It's going to cost you more money and it's going to take you more time. But sometimes you have to bite the bullet and go down that route. So making the decision up front, if you can go hybrid, you want to go hybrid. If you're doing like business apps, almost always we're doing hybrid. So again, um, you know, I've shown you big companies that are using native apps that could be using hybrid apps. I've shown you how I recreated Tinder. I got, an, I got a message from Robin here that, you know, clearly is getting a bid from somebody that wants to sell them way more than they need. So I hope you find value in this in choosing a native versus a hybrid framework and how to do it every time. My name is Jeremy Callahan. I am the app man. You can find all kinds of information on my website, jeremycallahan.com, free information about where to turn for app advice, about how to develop apps, and just all kinds of free stuff. I love to help businesses. I would love to help you and your business. Please get into contact with me on my website, jeremycallahan.com. There is a form for a 15-minute free consultation, and I would love to help you. Thank you.